just spontaneously want to go to a bank and discuss with somebody. I can't do that because I'm deaf. And, and, and all hearing people seem to be afraid of me if I do that. Um, so this was something I got really fed up with and I decided that I want to do something about this problem myself. I wanted to find a solution. Hi and welcome to the podcast Making an Impact. This is the podcast where all aspects of working in the global impact sector are discussed. My name is Helen Rask and I will be the host in this podcast. In this episode, we will meet Marco Boeri-Hemo, who is the founder of Shabla in Finland. Marco will let us know how Shabla works and the background to why he started it. Marco is using sign language and the voice we can hear in the podcast is the translators. So let's get started. Today I'm very happy and honored to have Marco Vurimaimu, who is the founder of Shabla in Finland. Marco, welcome to the podcast, Making an Impact. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's very nice to be to be uh, involved in this. You're very welcome. So first, of course, I'm very curious to hear, uh, what is Shabla? Well... Chabla is an, an online uh, mobile interpreting service, which means, well, we started to concentrate only on sign language, on, on the clientele group of, of sign language users, but we have expanded also into spoken languages. For example, uh, uh, immigrants who are not very familiar with the language yet can use this, this application as well. So Chabla is, well, the idea is very simple. Uh, the... The idea is you have an interpreter, you have the client, uh, and then you have the person they are trying to reach. The, so maybe the deaf person can call a hearing person, and also the other way around, a hearing person can make a phone call to a deaf person, and they just have an interpreter there in between. Or then uh, sometimes the deaf and hearing person can be in the same room, and they don't see... Uh, the interpreter, but the interpreter interpreter can appear just on screen on on mobile. So there are different possibilities. And how does it, the 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 app work? How is it uh, you know constructed? Well, uh, the whole service is in the cloud. It, it's it's an online service. So you have you have a sound and a video system, and that's the most important part of it. And when we started to build this this program, this application, uh, we thought that the most important part is the video video quality. It needs to be very good. For example, now we have it through Skype, and the quality is quite horrible, and it doesn't really work that well. Um, so, well, Chabla, I think the most important thing there is that if you have a connection and it gets weaker and weaker, then the Chabla video doesn't stop. Uh, so, so the video still continues. So, if you have FaceTime or Skype, uh, always, yeah, you, you get this this stopping and and yeah, the video doesn't really work. It's it's not it, it's not working as it should. So, the program we built. Uh, so, FaceTime and all of, of these programs they are based on 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 sound. But for Chabla, 
we wanted the videos to to be the main issue that we focused on. So the video quality was the one that we wanted to have uh, very high. So even if if the internet connection is is getting weak, then you still have a fairly good resolution in the video. So the re resolution of the video um, doesn't doesn't be it's not being affected. So uh, what's the story? What's the background of Shabla? Well, uh, that's because I was really frustrated. <laughs> so my own frustration, basically. Uh, um, so, for example, here in Finland, we are one of the leading interpreter service providers in in Finland. Um, but uh, it's very, uh, but that but that's only for interpreting that is happening here and there. So you have an interpreter on the spot where you are. It's not for for remote services, and. Uh, so I have I have this interpreter company called Mireal, and uh, and there I have 25 different interpreters working for me for this company, and I I started this uh, company seven years ago before Chabla. So I decided I wanted to be in in interpreter business, and I wanted to learn how the interpreter field and how the business works. I needed to know about that, and in Finland. Uh, well, we have about 10,000 deaf people in Finland, and uh, then we have uh, uh, maybe 700 professional interpreters, which is uh, fairly good if you compare to, for example, India. I'll give you an example of, of, of that country. So in, in India, they have 10 million deaf people, uh, but they only have 200 interpreters. So I, I got interested in, in this, this field, and I decided that I wanted to to start up this uh, interpreting company. So even, but even when I have 25 interpreters and I had this interpreter agency, but it still didn't solve the problems I, I faced in my everyday life. Uh, for example, if, if my child got sick, I can't call the healthcare station. So I always have to book an interpreter first to come to my house and then I give my phone to, this, to, to the interpreter, and the interpreter calls. But then, again, if they have this service that they need to call me back, it just goes straight to the answering machine, and they are supposed to call me back. Uh, so then I have to leave my phone number and wait for quite a long time, and the interpreter perhaps has to go to, to the next assignment and can't stay any longer. So then my phone is ringing, and I don't have an interpreter, and I don't get the service I want and I need. Um, or then I had another problem. I, maybe I walked uh, walked in the city and decided that, oh, I spontaneously would like to go to a sports um, uh, place to, to ask for something, or I just spontaneously want to go to a bank and discuss with somebody. I can't do that because I'm deaf. And, and, and all hearing people seem to be afraid of me if I do that. Um, so this was something I got really fed up with, and I decided that I want to do something about this problem myself. I wanted to find a solution. So when did you start the company? Seven years ago, you said? Uh, well, yes, the interpreter company, Mireal, that was founded seven years ago, but Chabla was founded three years ago. And, and the idea to Chabla came from what? Well, first, uh, I had to find financing, and then after that, I had searched for for people who could cooperate with me, uh, so I did that, and 
and I and I chose CGI as my as my cooperative company. Uh, so that's how it all got started. So we had meetings, we discussed, we we talked about what Chabla means, what the situation is, what what are, what the what the needs are basically. And uh, Chabla, if you compare it to my vision, well, the budget wasn't <laughs> quite enough for that, so we had to to yeah compromise. Uh, a bit and leave out some 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 of the things that I would have wanted initially, and then uh, the the point is that it can it can grow and it can you can add things to it so that it becomes perfect at some point. And you said uh, that it's also expanding now to people who uh, want to translate between the different languages. Yes, yes. How, how does that work? Well. Um, so, well, I started to focus only on the sign language community and the needs of, of them. But then I was contacted by by somebody who spoke Arabic, Arabic or Russian or Estonian, uh, different languages. And they they told me that, uh, for example, if they are yeah, at a construction site, for example, they have a really big issue with, with communicating and they have linguistic barriers. And also in hospitals, in these emergency situations, they might not get the interpreters they need. So they, they contacted me and asked if Chabla could be used also for their needs. And I said, of course. And then, then we started to, to adjust it to that. So we have Arabic, uh, Arabic to Finnish interpreting, for example, also part of, of the program. And for, for, for now, we have over 80 different spoken languages that can be interpreted through Chabla. Do you have a good example of when Chabla have had a positive, concrete example, impact? Well, I have, <laughs> I have many, I have a lot of them. Uh, but I'd say that the basic thing is that, well, maybe I'd say that weekly I get feedback from, from people saying that that it actually feels feels incredible that with one you press the button one time and you can just uh, if you're deaf you can just call anybody just like a hearing person you don't need to think of it anymore as a you know big issue when when is it okay to call the doctor um, when is it okay for for the interpreter so you 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 can just deal with your life without having all of these extra changes all the time and and and. And yeah, it's just you press one button and you can just make that phone call. So I, I get that kind of feedback weekly. And I've also had feedback from, from hearing people telling me that it's been so wonderful that they can call somebody deaf, like a deaf relative, whenever they like, whenever they feel like they, that they want to. Uh, and it might be hard for them to contact this person otherwise because of, of lacking skills in sign language. So Chabla has actually brought people closer together. And that's 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 one of the feedbacks I get quite often. Uh, how how does Shabla cooperate with the more traditional service providers for people that have some hearing problems? Uh, well, in Finland, uh, well, I, I I was quite lucky because I have Milal, which is this. Uh, traditional sign language interpreting company. So I'm, I'm just combining these two by myself. Uh, but if I have, um, if I have um, this cooperation, um, 
Well, I have, I have. There, there's, my, there's a lot of interpreters in other services as well, uh, and I've, I've been contacting them as well because only my interpreters isn't. They, it, yeah, there's not, not enough of them. So in order to expand the service, it, it's good to have more interpreters joining. So we had, we have had cooperation also with other traditional service providers, and uh, then we also have two new countries who also want to provide Chabla interpreting services to their countries. And and then, then of course, then, then we cooperate only with, with that, that country and, and that interpreter service. Um, so we kind of have this licensing, yeah, licensing service uh, that we give to them. Uh, my my uh, ignorance here, but is the sign language the same in each uh, each other language? No, no, no. Every country has its own sign language, but uh, but uh, for example, uh, in England, in Great Britain, and in Australia, uh, well, these sign languages, British sign language and Australian sign language, are are quite similar. It's like eighty percent, I'd say, the same. But then again, if you compare German and Spanish uh, sign language, well. Those are hard for me to understand, for example. The new technology, like the Chabla app, for instance, uh, how do you see that have changed the societal behavior? Yes, yes. Uh, as I said before, I think the most important thing is that Chabla has brought people closer together. Um, so it's easier for them to, to take care of, of their everyday issues that they need to do. For example, me as a deaf, uh, I have deaf parents, and my deaf parents, they are not very skilled in Finnish language. So very often I go there to help them with something, to fill out tax declarations or, well, whatever, if they have bought something. Uh, but through Chabla, uh, I can I can let my, my parents handle all these things themselves. I don't need to be there present doing that for them. They could do it themselves. Um, and Chabla also, well, yeah, that uh, last year, well, now we have Chablo working in five different countries. Which countries? Sorry. Uh, Finland, Denmark, Germany, uh, France and England. And here in Finland, uh, we have one, well, we have many, many people living here. But I, I know of one French deaf person and he's married to a Finnish deaf person. And uh, they live here in Finland. And... Uh, well, he told me that this is this is just truly awesome that he, from his home in Finland, he can call through a French interpreter. He can call his, his hearing mother and he can sign French and speak and, and, and it's spoken into French. And he said that this is it just feels amazing. And how could you how do you describe the difference between now and then before Tabla and now? Uh, well, <laughs> the, the, the short uh, description is that I can be me. I can use my language. Uh, and for me, I, I kind of, uh, people, people listen to me, people understand me better. Yeah, so that's the short answer to your question. And this is, I think, the key to Chabla. Uh, before, that was not the situation. So if I, if I tried, you know, through a chat program, uh, to contact somebody or uh, sign a, send an email or something. Uh, I always had to use a foreign language, a language foreign to myself to, to 
take care of these issues, which didn't feel very well. And I can, now, now I can do it in my own mother tongue. Uh, what would you say is the most challenging with your job with Chabla? Hmm. A very good question. Um, I think the most challenging thing is to get ordinary people to understand that we who live in in a in a minority. Uh, so we who are a linguistic minority, uh, and we have our own life and we have our own values. And uh, if we use Chabla through Chabla, we can we can be equal to other people. I have met many people in different organizations and also clientele. And I have been, and I, for example, I, I've met uh, the founders of, of companies and told them that actually you know that you have you have quite a lot of Estonians working for you, and I can give you this service so that they can also, you know, get information in their own mother tongue because very often it's thought that no no english is enough it's not needed or then they might think that uh well if you want to live here in finland then you just have to learn finnish it's as easy as that um but then again i think it would be fantastic if if different companies would really understand that if their clients can use their own mother tongue, they actually want to buy our services and our products. So this is something I've been trying to get across. And this is something that I think many companies in Finland don't don't understand yet. So this is something I always try to explain when I meet people. So for example, if you would move to, to Spain and you would like to call a hospital or a police or the insurance company, wouldn't it be nice to be able to do that in your own mother tongue? And people always go, yes, yes, nodding. And I was like, yeah, but why, why wouldn't that work for Finland, for people being here? I don't understand. So people just don't, I don't know, realize this issue. And I think, I think they just don't have experience. You need to have the experience yourself in order to, to really know what it's all about. And what would you say? Uh, what would you uh, say as re- recommendations to others who have ideas and would like to start innovation projects like yours, like Chabla, who see a problem and who wants to facilitate and, and make things life easier for for people? Well, yes, I think the most important thing that I would say is well, if you want to improve something. You need to ask yourself, would I use this project as well? Would it be useful for me? And then the other question I think you need to to check. If I would use it, how much would I be able to pay for it? And then after that, I think things will get rolling. (laughs) And what have you you received as the response on Shabla outside your uh, design language community? Well, we have, uh, for example, we have uh, uh, hospitals as our clients, mm-hmm. uh, and also, and, and they very often they they tell us that it's, it's this is wonderful, because it it really makes their everyday life job quite a lot easier, and it's really they're very sorry if they have a family of immigrants who who have a different situation and they just don't know how to deal with their clients because they don't understand them. Uh, so then they try to use like google translate which can go seriously wrong sometimes 
and and or or then somebody with a robot face but that's not the same time uh, that's not that, that's not the same thing so when you use chabla you have an actual person in between you can actually hear somebody's voice and you can actually also get the affections mediated and, and the feelings and i think that's that's one of the things that they have been really really uh, happy about and we have this uh, i i ai for in, for the future uh, and I don't think that it's going to win, uh, beat a human, because humans can, can convey uh, feelings and robots cannot. That's, that's just how it is. And if, uh, so the, all the translators, how uh, you, you contact one, uh, you, you, give a, you make a phone call and then there is someone on the other end that picks it up as a translator or how does it concretely work? Uh, well, for example, if I want to call you now, uh, I, I'm just dialing your phone number, or then I check it through through the phone phone book. <laughs> so I, I check your number. I have it on my phone, and I just press ring uh, call, and then I have the interpreter at home waiting to get the assignment, and the interpreter sees that okay, there's an incoming call, and also sees what two languages are supposed to be used for this phone call. And is it the hearing person or the deaf people person calling, or yeah? So, or are they in the same room, or are they in different locations? So all this information is seen by the interpreter, and if the interpreter decides to take this assignment, uh, he or she just presses a button, and then we automatically have a contact, and then the deaf person can tell why why I called and who I called and then then you have the green call button that you press again and after that you that you contacting the the actual uh, third part that you want to contact so that's how it works and it's it's uh, on online 24/7 well no at the moment it's only 8 to 4 and weekdays uh, but we are trying to expand this as well so we would start at six o'clock in the morning until six o'clock in the evening. And I would like to have it 24-7 running. That would be perfect. But uh, then, of course, the interpreters need to get paid as well. <laughs> How is it paid for? Uh, well, there are different uh, versions. You have the clients who can uh, pay like on a minute-based fee. So at this moment, uh, the, the clients can, can choose this this kind of minute fee, but we will add different alternatives of, of how to pay for, for the services later on. And then there is another uh, another um, alternative, which is B2B, which means there's there are companies that will provide this service for, for example, deaf people that they can, yeah, they, they just pay a monthly fee and the deaf people can use they service and call them as much as they want. So these are the two options we have at the moment. Thank you very much for participating in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you found it interesting to learn more about Chabla and how it works. If you want more information, please check out our webpage www.impactful.org. Bye for now and see you in the next episode.